VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, do yourself a favor and stay at graduate hotels. The Bridgestone Arena, Target Center, their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? They're obsessed with college sports. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool detail for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Plus, our listeners can get up to 30% off with promo code CRSHOW. That's code CRSHOW. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Danny G here, Covino, and Rich's executive producer. What a week, man. This was like two weeks in one. We were on the Dan Patrick Show, then filling in for Colin on The Herd, and then back to our regular spot on Friday. So this is the best of the best of this past week, where the guys were all over the time slots making radio magic. Stars attract other stars. We're normally on 2 to 4 on the West here on Fox Sports Radio. Always a pleasure to be in for the Dan Patrick Show. Shout out to all the affiliates rocking with us. We appreciate you. If you dig our show, hey, sign up and follow our podcast. Just search Cavino and Rich. We even have a bonus podcast called Overpromised on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page. But hope you had a nice weekend. Let's have a nice day. We're here for three days. The Dan Patrick hat trick. And we're talking about these never surrender Donald Trump sneakers. Never we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Jordans. Could you ever be too old for them? We're going to explain, but dude, I looked these up even further cuz honestly, when I saw them this weekend, I was like these can't be real. Who would wear these things? Did you see them for the first time when I sent them to you or no? No, I saw it. I mean, oh, you know, because you guys both reacted like, what? I'm sort of addicted to social media. I don't know if it's because of the show and it's because of, of what we have to do for a living. You're always scrolling. But I'm always scrolling, so I sort of see everything. I feel like I solved the internet every weekend. Like, I, I've seen everything. But I didn't know how many, because the, the headlines are they're sold out everywhere. If a buddy or your girl sends you something you've already seen, do you ever play along like, oh, that's cool? Yeah. Meanwhile, you've seen yeah, it. I just, yeah. Yeah, hey, I've cool. Seen, I've, seen, I've seen it already. Apparently, there was only 1,000 pairs of these bad boys. Some were autographed, so people were oh, freaking out about if it. you had an autographed pair. But guess what they're called? Of Trumpies? Not only are they the never surrender gold sneakers that <laughs> are sweeping the nation right now, he's calling them super limited. Super limited sneakers. Super. super limited. And you could also get super. along with these sneakers like a bottle of wine. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that or no? Wine and sneakers? Yeah, huh? you get the, you get the bottle of wine called Victory 47. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It's cologne. The Victory 47 perfume what? and cologne. I was hoping there was a wine. Uh, and that's $99 as well. Wow. So again, it's President's Day. Happy President's Day. I hope you're enjoying your day off or maybe the kitties are off. I don't know. Either way, thanks for hanging. If you're not off, don't blame us. Blame your boss. Yeah, blame your bosses. 
This is not a political discussion. It's about sneakers, and I'm only saying that, Rich, because some people don't know us, right? Well, no, so. yeah, and some people don't know us, and you know, you anytime someone says the name Trump or Biden, right. people get uh, their panties get all their 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 butt gets all tight, and that's not what we're trying to do. We're talking about the actual look of these sneakers. They're hideous. They're hideous, but well, or, or are they? Because exactly. There's a lot of things in our life that we thought would look hideous. I remember when I was a kid. I grew up in the '90s. When I got a pair of Z Cavaricis, I remember my mother buying me one pair for Christmas. And she's like, I'll get them, Richie, but they are hideous. They're poofy black pants with a little white tag, if that's what you want. How about, like, how about some of the- back, I mean, were they really good looking? Those some of the, the poofy ones actually like spread out and buttoned by the crotch. You remember? Like they would spread, open up and spread out. I mean, there's been a lot of style trends that- Aren't necessarily you're right. Good looking. We were wearing this, genie pants at one. I mean, one, think, of, one point. think of some of the stuff your wife wears or girls you've dated wear. Like style yeah, doesn't always. What, what could you possibly wear to compliment these gold tacky, gaudy ass sneakers? Gold sneakers like um, uh, like Rex Quando muscle pants. Uh, Brock Purdy jersey, <laughs> right? <laughs> those, what goes with gold? I mean, I right? Don't I know. mean, they look like something the Homelander again, a superhero would wear. And Danny G, I got to ask you. Danny G grew up in the mean streets of L.A. Joel, you grew up in the mean streets of Detroit. Can you see anybody wearing these things for real? Uh, no. Yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but flip but it. Could yeah, I think you guys are full of full of it because if they, let's say it wasn't Trump's, you're now now you do have to add the element of politics because if these were the new gold, like you said, like Travis Scotts or something, right? Then people would be like, oh, they're hot. I need them. I just think it's going to be a political statement. Someone's going to wear them as their their support of the Donald. Right. I mean, because sneakers, again, whether you support it, because Kanye West is very polarizing, too. And people were still wearing Yeezys. You know what I mean? A lot of people were like, hey, maybe you shouldn't because he said this about that. Well, can you separate? Here's a question, too. If you too. had a hot pair, you, you still wore Can you separate the sneaker and the person? Yes. Or, or no, I, don't, I don't know, because in this case... I think people are looking at it as like, well, it's funding Donald Trump. So when it if comes you, to sneakers, yes. If you like Donald it's Trump, all about are they hard to get? If you like Trump, yes. I think if you don't support Trump, I don't think people are going to rock these because again, it seems like it's very linked to his campaign now. And by the way, Rich, it's all about in today's world, especially the clout chasing, having something that captures your attention. These things do. I'll give it this: if someone was wearing them, they would stand out. You cannot miss these things. Like, there's a guy that works here that always has a good sneaker game. The guy that does production, Vito. Yeah. Like, if Vito rocked the new Trump, you'd be like, oh, Vito, look at those. Like, maybe it takes that one person to really change your perception. Like, oh, yeah, maybe they are cool. I don't know. So, I think they would stand out in the wrong way, though, because first glance at him, it looks like our friend Rob Parker from The Odd Couple went into TJ Maxx or Marshalls like he loves to do, got a size 12 off the clearance rack, and then gold spray painted them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. It looks like someone spray painted some, some random Jeeper sneaker. So... Based on that, now we're going to shift and take your phone calls and feedback. 877-99 on Fox. There's also the Red Waves, the POTUS 45s, more of like a Skechru-looking version of these. I also pose another question that our buddy Sebastian Maniscalco brought up with Rich Eisen about a week ago. Take Could a listen. Could you ever be too old for Jordans? 
What age is too old to be wearing Jordans? Oh. Uh, this, is, this is the reason I ask. I have a pair of Jordans, yes. and I don't know if I could pull them off oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just because of the age. Okay. I'm just saying the Jordan shoe in general. Yeah. I, you know, I'm 50. What do you I, think is the cutoff? What would you do? I would, I'm going to say after 40. Now, we've debated this, Rich, and I think a lot of the feedback was based on, well, yeah, you guys aren't that old. I don't want to date myself, but I'm over 40, okay? And I feel like you can't be too old for the classics. As simple as that. And we made a rule. The classics being Jordans, especially the Jordan 1s, Chuck Taylors, mm-hmm. Shell Toes, Air Force 1s, and if you're a West Coast beachy kind of guy, Vans for sure, right? So you can never be too old for the classics, but there's a lot of questions Posed when we discuss these things, Rich. Our buddy Rocket Dog says, Well, for years, the Cavino and Rich show has said, like, you shouldn't try to look young. It's like, are you trying to look young if you're wearing shoes from your era? Think about that. And he says, it's gonna look weird seeing a 67-year-old guy wearing Jordan someday. And it's like, well, only because we've never seen it. We used to say that about rap music and and the hip-hop culture. It's going to be weird when you see an older guy doing the robot or where or or you know singing uh nwa but you know what you're starting to you're see that it now yeah, yeah you have rappers and producers well over 50 years old and they're still rocking crowds exactly and and it's just because we've never seen it's a different old I, I, I hate to break it to everyone but hip-hop from the 80s and early 90s is like 30 40 years old now so so think about that. Are you too old for Jordans, the Trumps, the sneakers, is President's Day, is Cavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick? Let's say what's up to Corey in Iowa. What's going on, man? CNR in for Dan. What's Good up? Good morning. You guys, <clears throat> happy President's Day. Great show. Love the discussion. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I was going to say you guys just hit it on it. But, yeah, there, there are three three different kind of styles. I like the uh, the POTUS 45, uh, especially, you know, the, the fresh white knit. Those look more like an Adidas. I wouldn't say Skechers, but. Okay, own, but yeah. I say this uh, respectfully, Corey. I appreciate <laughs> you. Are you serious, though? Well, the, yeah. but he's. I agree. Okay. What, what, Spot show, what Spot showed me, if you didn't tell me they were Trumps, those just look like running sneakers with a little Trump logo well, on right, them. I got to see them. The gold ones look like a Halloween costume. Yeah, you're right. They're not as bad at all. They look like, uh, man, they look like. They look like K-Swiss. Yeah, they do all a little bit. Right? Yeah, all yeah. white. We, we got to stop pretending like all the shoes we wear. I'm not saying go out and get a pair of Trumps today, but let's not all pretend like the shoes we wear are all like good looking. Like, there's a lot of people that wear Crocs all the time. Kids wear Crocs. So yeah, I mean, like, let's right. let's yeah. keep things. That we never thought that would be a thing. I, I don't like the New Balance shoes that youngsters are wearing right now. They're ugly to me. Yeah, the New Balance shoes that yeah. we'd make fun of dads mowing their lawn in are now sort of back in the mix for yeah. kids. All right, let me ask you this: What's more ridiculous, kids? Wearing Crocs and slides, or someone wearing these. I, I'm going Crocs, so I agree with you. I agree with you. The fact that people are wearing are willing to wear in public, you know, a rubber shoe well, shaped like a moccasin, uh, shaped like a clog, I should say, looks like Swiss cheese. We know the deal. It's the ugliest thing that ever was. I don't care how comfortable it is. You should be embarrassed wearing that shoe. With SpongeBob pins attached to the yeah, plastic with, shoes. Yeah, with, uh, with flair on it. Davina, what, what kind of <laughs> shoes does your father wear? 
My dad, that's a great question, Joel. I don't, I've never seen my dad in sneakers, maybe since like the early 80s. I bet you these Trumps are on his wish list, though. <laughs> hey, I'll tell hey, you Trump, what. Trump, Trump, I'll tell you what. I like those new Trump sneakers. Well, dad, I'm not I paying. Every, I think everyone's dad wants the Trump well, sneakers. I, gotta, I, I still haven't looked them up on the GOAT app. My dad wears like old guy sneakers. He wears the Biden slidings. He wears the, <laughs> no, he wears like quality old guy shoes. He wears like Rockports now. So, you know, for comfort reasons. So it's basically like your your basic shoe, like comfortable shoe. Yeah. This was the first year, Danny G, I got what I call an old guy shoe. Like Brooks? Well, you know what? To mix in. Yeah, but you're not wearing a, no, no. A, to an event. Make no, that no, clear. No, no, no. When we were at the Super Bowl, I, I had a rotation of some Jordans and some sweet new sneakers I got. But last year, I had, as, as I call it, a, uh, the 40-year-old guy ailment. You hit 40, all of a sudden things start happening. I got plantar fasciitis, like my foot was bothering me for a while. I bought a pair of Brooks sneakers at like DSW across the street. I'm like, oh no, is this the beginning of something? Yeah, you can't let yourself fall down the path of I only wear comfortable sneakers because that comes with a guarantee. Like no ass for the rest of your life guaranteed. <laughs> no it. booty for the rest of your life yeah. guarantee. So I don't know. Your thoughts? Let's go to our buddy Sean in Sacktown. Sean. Are you rocking these new gold Trumps? And could you ever be too old for Jordans? It's a double doozy. First of all, happy Valentine's Day, papitos. Uh, <laughs> man, you guys are rocking it. Glad to hear you guys on the Dan Patrick trifecta. Uh, but no, man, no, nobody in their right mind. First of all, we all know which constituent Trump is playing through. There's a reason why there's a thousand there, why, why they're all sold out. Same people that were supporting those ugly-ass hats that he put out there uh, four or five years ago. Um, but as far as the Jordans question, man, I don't think you could ever be too old for Jordans as long as you're rocking it the right way. All black, black and red. Don't venture down that pink or super high green. Leave that for the kiddos. I feel like y'all did it right in the Super Bowl. I've seen you guys rocking the ones, very fresh with the tapered jeans. You guys did it the right way. Thank you, um, And one more thing. Covino, man, I'm going to need you to help me fill out my work incidentals next time I travel out there. $700 pair of Yeezys on the work budget. That is factory. <laughs> Yo, my Oreos are mint, though. Dude, I love those. I, I haven't even. I've never worn them. That was I, genius. I, I bought them in 2018. I've never worn them. That's funny. Yeah, I still got those Yeezy Oreos. And you're right. When they first came out, when the Yeezys were fresh to our eyes, we we're like, these are ugly. So maybe that's just our first reaction to these Trump sneakers. No wonder the Disney company's gone broke. Yeah, exactly, right? No wonder, because I was buying uh, ridiculous Yeezys. You know what I love, though? is Kavina skipped over, I mean, uh, Rich skipped over something when he said he took two pair of shoes to the Super Bowl. He had one pair, and then he had the super, super, super cool pair. I love to hear his mind when he was packing. Oh, yeah, no, I I made sure. I'm going to take these. I packed. By the way, it's the the only time Rich is packing, just for the record. (laughs) Thank yeah, you. that's good. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I did rock. Like, I'm gonna I wear these the press day. I did wear like you know I rotated like three pair of Jordan throughout events and different things. But I did I did rock my comfy you know your comfy kick arounds. But you can't only have comfy kick arounds. No, no, you gotta rock it right. And I appreciate the call because I do agree. Again, based on Sebastian's discussion, Sebastian Maniscalco, our old pal, aren't you embarrassed? Why would you do that? I do agree that the more colorful they are sometimes, they're harder to pull off as you get older. But I think it's all about vibe at that point. It's not about are you too old? Could you ever be too old for Jordans? He said the cutoff is 40. Covino and Rich here, we disagree respectfully. 
I think it's about the vibe. Are you able to pull that off? Are you that type of dude? Well, yeah. If I you mean, have no confidence wearing these things, then, yeah, it's going to look weird. You, so, know, you know, in sports, they always say, like, forget analytics. Sometimes you just got to do the eye test. Sometimes yeah. you just got to play with your gut. Like, forget, forget what they say this guy does against lefties. Forget, you know, what this defense alignment. Like, sometimes you got to play with your gut. I'm tying sports into this style question because I think you could look at someone and be like, all right, what type of cut jeans do they wear? Do they look like an old ass guy? Do they look relatively right. like, you know, in style? Like I think you could rock a pair of Jordans for as long as you don't look weird. Like you can't be wearing some 30-year-old pair of jeans and be like, "Well, I could wear Jordans with that." And again, it's not trying to look young because they came out in 1985. Danny G, you made a great point. It's not about and this was off the air. And on our show, we actually discussed this a little bit. You said that if we were trying to rock a shoe that came out now, then, yeah, you're trying to look young. But this came out, and this is our thing. Jordans. We started Jordans, all right? So that's for us, and the kids caught on to that. Now, if you're going to try to rock something that kids started right now and are trending, then it looks like maybe you're trying a little bit too hard. But take this. Michael Jordan is 61 years old. So are you saying he can't wear his own sneakers? Yeah. Yeah. And he just had a birthday two days ago. So uh, happy belated to MJ. Exactly. And, and you know, that poses – this is actually a – a three-pronged doozy because Please. when you think about the Adding another layer to the question no seriously because when you think about the trump never surrenders and the red waves and the potus 45s and you see that trump logo where he's slam dunking <laughs> <laughs> in the air trumpies you know and you think about the question could you ever be too old for jordan's isn't we the, say wait, we the- say no by the way because a classic never gets old. It's like watching Back to the Future. It still stands the test of time because it's a classic. Is it the Trump logo, though? His backswing in golf with his belly hanging a little bit? <laughs> yeah, you, that's need the, the- <laughs> you need the belly hang, which, by the way, that's a Photoshop. Photoshop. It's the belly hang with the golf backswing. That's the Trump. That's the Air Trump logo. We pose another question. Even though the Jordan's a classic, hey, maybe the Never Surrender is a future classic. Isn't it time for the next shoe? Yeah, we, we talked about this uh, while we were, dude, 85. I was in, like, fifth grade. I'll never forget the first time I saw Jordans. I got a pair because I loved them. That I was like, what are those? I need those. It's been since 85, and we're still rocking Air Jordan 1s. And, you know, of course, there's plenty of other legendary versions of them. But Yeah, but there there hasn't been, like, I remember for a minute. Yeah, of course, there were Kobe's. I just saw an article about the most worn sneakers yeah, but- in the NBA now. Kevin Durant, there's some Paul Georges, but I'm talking about a shoe that every younger person, like if you got kids or nieces or nephews, there isn't, there has not been a shoe. I mean, if it's the crock, we're in trouble, man. Since, since the old school Jordans, there hasn't been a major buzz. Do you remember when Zion ripped through the shoe and you're like, yo, when he comes out with a shoe and Nike revamps, that's going to be the, the, the one didn't seem like it really materialized, right? I don't think so. I mean, you also have to ask yourself then, well, who's the next Jordan? And we've seen several players since then that were, quote unquote, the next Jordan. I don't even think from it needs Kobe to be to LeBron, but they haven't had a be, shoe no, to that think, level. I, the Mamba, yeah, I get it. But I'm saying I don't think it needs to be a player that elite. I'm just saying it could be a cool sneaker. I mean, then I just, I'll say Travis Scott, what he puts out is always hot. And again, that's part of the 
shift, I think, too. It's like, well, you don't even need to be a, uh, an athlete. I thought it was cool to have Tra- that. Travis Scott, the fact that he teamed up with John McEnroe. John McEnroe recently, and again, he has a, a version of the Jordans that are hard to get. They're like 1500 bucks to get those now. So anyway, we post three questions. Who's wearing these Trump things? Would you buy them? Is anyone going to wear them? Could you be too old for Jordans? And what's the next shoe? What's the next one? Yeah. There's got to be something. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. Traveling to see your favorite team this winter? You have to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college sports just like us. Each graduate hotel is a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, mascots, you name it. Why would we stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south and all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. 
And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. That's code CRSHOW at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. So go book your stay now at graduatehotels.com. Let's have a lot of fun this hour. Let's do it. In for DP. We're going to talk some NFL. Uh, I got a dumb hypothetical. Anthony Rendon is getting people all agitated in the world of baseball. Do you agree with him or not? We'll get to that. And uh, we're talking some Michaels right now. And the question is this. Well, I have a reason, too, as to why I'm even thinking about I, I think, this. I think, uh, I think there's an obvious answer. But I would love to hear your argument before I give, uh, okay. give mine. Um, again. Bershey Bursch is here on the phones at 877-99 on Fox if you want to chime in or play along at home, in your car, safely, at a light, or when you stop. At Covino and Rich on social media, at Covino, C-O-V-I-N-O, at Covino and Rich. Joel's on the ones and twos. Nick Cope, Spot, everybody can chime in. The question is, who has, when all said and done, the most cultural impact? Because you could say that all three Michaels of the 80s and 90s were generational phenoms in their field, right? I mean, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. But I think the answer's clear. It really is. And I, it's debatable. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eliminate one of them. And I think we could agree on which one to eliminate first. And that is maybe the one I'm most intrigued by. And that's Mike Tyson. And because I, I hate to agree with you, but I do. And I'm a boxing fan. I've, uh, I've watched all the pay-per-views as a kid. His acting and the hangover and all the fun stuff Mike Tyson does, even his weed. In fact, we bumped into Mike Tyson in Vegas. He gave me his edible ears. But I'll tell you, you what, have to remember. I've had some silly nights thanks to Mike Tyson. He's still in this conversation, and you could make a debate for him simply on being the most intriguing guy. I think they should replace that Dos Equis guy with Mike Tyson. I'm the most interesting man in the faith of the earth. Stay I thirsty. Stay thirsty, my friends. But, and think about how invincible we thought he was when we were kids, especially if you played the video game 007373-5963 and actually got to Mike Tyson and fought him. But I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Rich. I, I think we take He's Mike, number three we, on the list. We take Mike Tyson out of this conversation and- Out of the worldwide phenom. However, though- Is it longevity? Is that the problem? Well, I think, Tyson? I think as time the goes on- The other names are so big. As time goes on, while Mike Tyson's- impact in boxing and pop culture will always be there. I just think you're comparing him to two people that's legacy may live on for endless generations. And I, and we'll explain, but Mike Tyson to me, until he lost to Buster Douglas. But my, my Buster Douglas is a wonderful man. It's like, you know, I'll compare it to only one other, one other fighter. And it's given her a hell of a lot of props. But until Ronda Rousey got beat, Remember thinking, there's no woman that can beat Ronda Rousey, and yeah, then it just fell I apart. Mean, then it just fell apart for her. But until Ronda then you Rousey, realize they're human. Yeah, no, and then but I'm saying, well, you could say this too about Mike Tyson, Rich, right? And, as um, long as there are, there's a Muhammad Ali, he's not the goat. The other two guys are arguably the goat of all goats of what they so, do. So yeah, Mike Tyson was just impactful. I mean, the guy was a, a, a shooting star. I mean. We all stopped to watch this dude. He changed our lives in the 90s. People cared about boxing. Every docu-series, every movie, everything about Mike Tyson is intriguing. Just the other day you were telling me uh, a story about how one of the reasons Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas 
was that he was partying too hard with Bobby Brown the night before, and now Bobby Brown <laughs> to this day feels bad about it? That's true, yeah. Nobody really knew oh, I that. heard about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, nobody knew except for Joel, because Joel was there. Yeah, people it was Joel, that. Bobby Brown, and Mike Tyson. <laughs> Wasn't Johnny Gill there, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we could go on all day about the impact of Mike Tyson, but I agree. Take which Tyson means, out of it. Which means it's down to Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan. I think one thing, though, <clears throat> they loved Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson loved going to a Mike Tyson fight. Ooh, that's another good one, right? They all like, admired each other in a different way. You're right about that's that. That's right. Yeah, but they would go. You could see both of them like, I want to go see Mike Tyson fight. And then Jordan would be now, there now, ringside. Hold on. Michael Jordan had his fair share of drama with the sad passing of his father and gambling. You know, there was always that gambling backdrop of like, was he secretly suspended for two years? Like... Social media never hit Michael Jordan because he lived in a different time. The other two people, Mike Tyson, went to prison. He had some allegations. Mike, <laughs> Mike Tyson, yeah, some would say not the best reputation. And you could say the same about Michael Jackson. I don't know, the whole Neverland Ranch and the kids and stuff like that. Michael Jordan So they all have the their one. controversies. Michael They're Jordan, all complex characters. Michael Jordan's the least complex as far as that stuff. No, the yeah, allegations for sure. Are rich. Allegations. Yeah, but he also lived in a time of, you know, he avoided social media. He would have been criticized in a much different way if he lived in a different time. But he didn't. So anyway, let me give you my Spider-Harrison countdown real quick on cultural impact. And again, it's a double doozy. There's a reason I'm asking. Haven't even really gotten to the meat of the question yet, but when you think of those three who had the most cultural impact, coming in at number three, Mike Tyson. Okay, I could I could agree with you there. I okay. think I think we we're going to disagree on one. And All two. right, ready? Coming in at number two, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Not wrong. Coming in at number one, Michael Jackson. No. Yes. I'll tell you why. Yes. I'll tell Michael. You why. Jordan is more of a brand than anything else. I'm talking worldwide, you numbskull. Well, worldwide. You want to talk about numbskulls? Worldwide. Your, your countdown worldwide. was worldwide. Your countdown was bunk, Dude, and I'll tell you why. Michael Jackson. Anytime he makes that. people of all cultures cry. Exactly. Still till this day. Okay. They're dancing to his songs. Okay. And then I have another question about Michael Jackson that ties into something current today so stick around for that but i'm telling you that's my answer you could agree or disagree okay. i'm steve cavino hashtag cavino's right at cavino and rich uh, as much as this is fox sports radio and as much as we talk about lebron and jordan and jordan is still in the news every day and we rock his kicks all the time just this week we were talking about can you ever be too old for jordans and the answer is no we Put him on a pedestal, and I know his impact and what he did in the NBA, and we all wanted to be like Mike. Michael Jackson's still the answer for me, and that's just that's just my case, and that's my answer. I'd love to hear what you have to say, Rich Davis. First of all, first of all, your countdown was bunk. Why is it bunk? I did a top three. No, because you announced number three. And then you give the winner, and people assume what number two is. Oh, countdowns never, work. There's never a pageant. It's, it's not like, a pageant. It was a countdown. You bozo. It wasn't a, a pageant. And the winner, they, they never I was that. given a countdown. Right. So, Mike Tyson. Did Casey Kasem give you number one before he, or he gave you number two? Well, let me consult with uh, Seacrest and Spider Harrison. All right. Number three, Mike Tyson. Agreed. While he might be my favorite of the three people, 
as far as like he intrigues me the most, I have to be real. It's not the Rich Davis list. It's the I'm telling you the real list. All right, give me the real list. My list, Mike Tyson's the most intriguing. I'm intrigued by him we more agree than on anything. It. Does everybody agree on that? Bursch, Joel? Like Mike Tyson to me is like I agree. Tyson was the three. Okay. Yes. Yes. And again, I love he's my favorite. Of the three, he's my favorite. Yeah, he's of my favorite. Of the three, he's my favorite. Okay, yeah. so look, we but, all agree. There's something about Mike Tyson that we all root for, we're intrigued by, we love him, but if you're going to compare him to these two, number three. He's number three. Okay. Michael Jackson lives in a world of, oh, it's Halloween? Thriller. Am he's I alive? right? You go to a wedding. Oh, beat it. What a great jam. You go to a resort on vacation with your wife. Oh, here we are in the Bahamas or Mexico. Oh, what's the show tonight at 8 o'clock? Oh, they're doing a Michael Jackson tribute. We live in a world where middle-aged to older people live off of the 80s, 90s love. Even go back to the 70s with the Jackson 5. Michael Jackson's a cultural icon, but it's all very retro. Michael Jordan is still relevant to this day. There are new Jordans every year. People wear his, no, his logo. His brand is relevant. He is his brand. No, his brand is relevant. The Michael, floor is the ceiling. The floor the the ceiling is the roof. <laughs> Michael the roof. Jordan is still relevant. Michael okay. Jackson's, not to be rude, but Michael Jackson's dead. He lives in the form of holograms and tributes at a, a sandals resort in Jamaica. He lives in the form of, oh, I went to a wedding and kids really still love Beat It. Oh, I watched the We Are the World documentary. Oh, look at the uh, look at the glove. Oh, Michael Jackson. Dude, maybe the most famous musician of all time up there with the Beatles and uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift nowadays, it seems. But nothing comes close to the way people put Michael Jordan on this pedestal of pedestals where he is unbeatable. People sweat Michael Jordan on a different level. Yeah, but he also end. lives in a pocket where it's not as universally loved as music is. I'm sorry. Not everybody loves the NBA. People love the brand of Jordan's and what he he brought to that brand and his cultural significance, but his significance isn't as big as the way music hits you in the heart for generations. The Dream Team made basketball international. And who is the guy? Yeah, but here in America, Mike, you're thinking small no, time. No, no, no. I'm not thinking in America. The Dream Team, you numbskull, yeah, as you call me. Again, people, people don't <laughs> all love basketball hey, the way let's, we let's, do here let's in America. kick it back to 1992. Why, why do we have all these foreign players in the NBA now that are dominating? Because in the 90s, when they were little boys, Michael Jordan, and of course Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Charles Barkley, Malone, all, all the stars. Vladi Divac had no impact? Dude, it, <laughs> no. There no. were lots of foreign players. But I'm saying they were all inspired by one man, Michael Jordan. No, I mean, look, he's inspiring. Space Jam. Look, if it wasn't a no, good debate, we- I wouldn't have brought it up. So, again, everyone's going to have their answer. Bursch, who's your number one? Michael Jordan, pretty easy. Okay. Joel, who's your number one? Michael Jackson. Yeah. I'm, all right. Me and Joel well, th- are th- Team Jackson. On. There's a there's a song. You and Bursch are Team Jordan. There's a song. Go ahead. Sometimes I dream that he is me. 
Be like yeah, Mike. There's no another one song wants to called be like Michael Billie Jackson. Jean is not my love. But no one wants to she's be. She's just a girl who says that. And that's still a banger, Rich. 40 years later, you numbskull. I love, so, that's the third time, numbskull. All right. All right. So I'm trying we, to be polite but, right, here. I'll, I'll give you a talking point. I'm so confident that the answer is Jordan. I'll even give. You I know disagree. What? He has a sneaker I'll, that people I'll, care about. I'll give you a layup, pun intended. We were just at the Mandalay Bay for a week celebrating Super Bowl 58, great time, Fox Sports Radio. The show that's played at the Mandalay Bay is a Michael Jackson tribute like Cirque show that I hear is great because Michael Jackson lives in the form of like tribute old guy shows. Now, I'm going to give you the second prong of the question just to plant the seed and let you think about it, and then we're going to get to the phone calls. Keep your prong to yourself. Okay. Everybody talking about Taylor Swift. Now, let me admit. I got to admit and make it very clear that there's no hate here for Taylor Swift. I admire what she's done. I didn't have a problem with her during the NFL season. If anything, I speculated and we speculated that they were showing her maybe too much and that was not good for their relationship, right? They weren't asking for that. The NFL was sort of exploiting them a little bit. But I didn't have a problem with like, oh, I'm sick of her face. It was none of that. Yeah, if you have a problem with, uh, I mean, it's a tired argument now because we everyone's exhausted. It, but if you were, uh, if you were not okay with thirty seconds of Taylor Swift during a four-hour game, then that's on you. I'll explain why I feel this way, but the question I will pose in a minute, and again, there's a reason: is do you think she's going to have the same cultural significance and impact forty years from now, the way Michael Jackson still does today? Think about that, because my answer is no way. No, no way. way. And I bring that up because I do believe she's the closest thing. So that's not to take anything away from her is to really elevate what Michael Jackson did. Now let's go to the phones because do you agree with how we rank these? And then I'll tell you why I think that the answer is Michael Jackson clearly. Go ahead. But we did grow up in a very – if you grew up, if you're roughly our age and you grew up in the 80s or 90s, it was pretty interesting that there was the Michael – trifecta yeah jordan and when taylor swift can make a movie about a concert that she's on a tour no, that she, she's, she's currently she's, on she's, she's and done, the movie she's, goes number one she's done, while yeah. she's finishing the tour that, yeah that I did mean, happen joel i mean that, that <laughs> yeah. i mean joel that sort of like happened <laughs> hey yo rich we also lived in uh just that's what i'm saying I the know, fact that she could pull that off she could pull i mean i i'm i'm very i'm team taylor on that argument but you know what? It, what's interesting is that we grew up in a time where there were three Michaels that, and three Jessicas. How'd, I, how'd you rank those? I was just going to say, that's a separate <laughs> argument. That was in, in the, the early in the, 2000s. In the, in the 2000s, it was Jessica Simpson, Jessica Beale, Jessica Alba, and I got my own ratings there, too. <laughs> All right, let's go to Sean in Oregon. What's up, Sean? Hey, Sean, you're on the Cavino and Rich Show and for Dan Patrick. Hey, thanks for taking my call. What's you up, know, There's only one, one Michael I hear that people talk about every single day at being the very best at what he did. And Michael Jordan gets compared to LeBron all the time. And he's not just a brand. He's he's looking okay. at Okay, hold on, hold on. No, 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 Sean, I, I have to pose this question based on what he just said. Who did we talk about more than anybody this past year in this football season? Taylor Swift. And who did we compare her no, to? No, you were Michael the only one. Jackson. No. I'm the only one? No, Everybody was, did. No one was saying she's, that. No, no one was saying she's the closest thing to Michael Jackson or she's as big as Michael Jackson. That was like our top conversation. Get out of here. Everybody said that because he sets the bar the same way Jordan does. Mm. It's right. They, they talk about him, LeBron, all the time. 
Taylor Swift gets brought up a lot during this football season, but LeBron gets brought up all the time. I hear it all the time. And I want to go Michael Jackson. When you guys talk about culture, I think of Michael Jackson, like music is timeless, you know, and, and the way, you know, he brought the dancing. And it's and universal. And Well, serious. And you know what I did here a few years ago? I bought all the kids a uh, Thriller album, put it as a stocking stuffer. I think it got thrown away. They thought it was a joke. I don't hear kids listen to that stuff. Well, I'm yeah. here to tell you you're wrong, and I'll explain why in a minute. Um, but I love your calls, and I love your feedback. How can you tell me he's wrong? Because that's everyone's his, everyone's entitled truth. to their wrong opinion. Okay. Uh, Bill, in Texas, you're on the Kavino and Rich Show. Hey, well, Bill. thank you. I'm glad you all dropped Mike. You were talking originally about Mike Coles. Yeah. And probably, uh, and it is sports talk show, so I don't know about Michael Jackson. But that said, the probably the best Michael, the greatest champion Michael, and he's clean, if you would, unlike the other guys, is Michael Phelps. That's a good one. In his, in his game, but sp- who cares about swimming? That's the difference. Do you really care about swimming? No. Was the bong clean? Is that what but, he said? Uh, no, that's not to take away from his <laughs> oh, greatness. Who'd you, who'd you rather smoke with, Michael Phelps or Michael Mike Tyson? <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> I mean, Mike Tyson. He's not even the Michael. Tested positive. He's not even the Michael I'd like to get high with the most. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, incredible, but but swimming doesn't have the same impact as everything else we're talking about. Live from the Mercedes Benz Studios, always a pleasure. And since it's getting late early, as Yogi Berra said, a few reminders in case you run out of time. First of all, first and first, mostly, thank you, Joel. It's always a pleasure working with you. Bursch, everybody helping us out, hanging out. Nick Cope, thanks for being part of this. Everybody listening and putting up with us for the past few days. I want to urge you, I implore you to check out our show Monday through Friday, Cavino and Rich, 2 p.m. on the West. That's Ooh. 5 p.m. on the East. Oh, no. But we'll be filling in for Colin Cowherd tomorrow if you want to join us then. We also have a bonus podcast called Overpromised. And. It's sort of the ideas that Rich Blubber Lips Davis here overpromises, and we never have time to get to. So you could watch it, you could listen. It's free on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page. Overpromise with Covino and Rich, but please follow our show. We appreciate it. Check us out at Covino and Rich. Thank you guys. You Rich it? has a lot of nicknames. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I can't even say half of them on the radio. Joe. Um, are you itchy at all or no? Why? What happened? Something happened. You know when you read something and it makes you feel itchy like you see a spider video or something? Yeah, what? We just got back from almost 10 days in Vegas. Media row, Super Bowl, parties, events, everything. There's a major outbreak of bed bugs on the Vegas Strip. You feeling okay? Some people catch worse in Vegas. You know what? Honestly, bed bugs might be the best thing you come out of (laughs) Vegas with. Bed bugs, I'll take it. Sign me up. But yeah, no, uh, creepy crawlers so discovered. everything except for bed bugs stays in Vegas. Yeah. Um, the Venetian, the Mirage, and Excalibur. So I think we're okay. We stayed at Mandalay Bay. But. Wow. Thanks for the Do update. Do you check your hotel room? That's a side note. I, Glad you, I didn't stay there. I see videos of people on social media where they're like, when you stay at a hotel, always check the bed, and they lift up the mattress to look for bed bugs. And like, oh, put a put a sticker over the eye hole of the, I mean, the peephole. Yeah. Like, do you do any of these Those things? Those are maniacs. No, I make sure the door's locked, and that's it. And I, and I hope there's <laughs> there's uh, new sheets. And, yeah, I'm scared of what I might find. So, no, the answer is no. Yeah, but it, know what I'm always freaked out by? Tell me if you think I'm crazy. When a hotel, no matter how high-end or low-end it is, 
It could be the Four Seasons. It could be the Red Roof Inn. It could be Motel 6. It could be a Holiday Inn Express. Wherever I stay, when they have the shampoo and conditioner pump in the shower where other people have used that same pump, yeah, isn't it easy for someone to just put some random stuff in there? Just for the hell of it? I'm like, Poison, nair, bodily fluids, water. Wow. You don't don't think, like, that doesn't weird you out that it's like, I think the fact that you're thinking it, you might be capable of it. Sitting in the shower and thinking about the pump. Yeah. Dude, if you got the shampoo, conditioner, body wash. Pump it, Rich. (laughs) Easy solution, though. Just bring your own. Yeah, but do you bring your own? But, hey, they bring your own next time. I like the little sealed bottles. Don't be giving me some pump that, uh. Pump it again, Rich. How's it sound? There you go. Just Rich saying. is a two-pump chump because he's scared. He's scared I'm that down. something's in the conditioner. Exactly. All exactly. right, so anyway, Antonio Pierce is in the news. Yeah, I'll tell you why he's in the news, because he made an impact, right? Raiders fans. He did. He he changed that culture. It, it appeared to be immediate. Yo, Josh McDaniels had no love, control, or anything of that team. Antonio Pierce takes over. They're playing old school hip hop. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's smoking cigars. They're hugging each other. It was almost like ding dong. The witch is dead. Witch yeah. oh witch. Much so like um, I always thought Dan Campbell was a perfect sort of fit for Detroit. I feel like he represented that city well, like that hard nosed gritty sort of vibe. Like I thought he was a good fit for Detroit and that team. That's how I feel about Antonio Pierce immediately. Like this dude was meant to lead the Raiders. Like, yeah. He's their vibe. I'll be honest. He's, he's a perfect fit for this team ever, and that city you, and that and that fan base. You ever see a couple and you're like. Yeah, they go together. Like, you see a guy and a girl, and you're like, I get it. They they match each other in a Doesn't way. Doesn't always work, but it feels right. Yeah. That's I, I how feel I like Antonio that. Pierce and the Raiders, sort of a match made in heaven in that I feel like they match each other's vibe. Mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce is saying stuff that I think is awesome, and I think most do. But with every statement or comment, you're going to get pushback or people saying, well, what does he mean by that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm curious if you think this is badass or putting the wrong message out there. Opinions are like podcasts, Rich. Everybody has one. No. And most of them stink. It's a good one. Antonio Pierce, new official head coach of the Raiders, is going to be channeling his bad boy vibes when he plays the Chiefs next year. As you know, divisional games get two a year. Who knows? Maybe a third time in the postseason. In a recent episode of Max Crosby's podcast, The Rush, they discussed how they upset Kansas City on Christmas Day. If you remember, the Raiders were the last team, I believe, to beat the Chiefs. I do remember that. They talked about how, moving forward, he wants everyone in that Raiders locker room to hate the color red. And he's showing the team. the color red. He's showing the team famous boxing and MMA fights. He's showing video of the Detroit Pistons effing up Michael Jordan. He should show him old videos of brother love. Hate the color red. (laughs) Well, he's saying we got the Jordan rules. That's what they're calling it. And he's saying moving forward, the way the Pistons, Joel, you're a Detroit guy. You remember that badass Pistons team? I I picture Bill Lambeer clotheslining people like he's in the WWE. Are you okay with Antonio Pierce vocalizing that he's telling his team, when we play the Chiefs twice a year, I want you to treat Mahomes the way the Pistons treated Michael Jordan in the late 80s. Wow. 
Um, I kind of like that fire. Again, I feel it matches the vibe of the fan base and the team. He's not saying hurt him. He's not saying play cheap or dirty, but he's saying take him down. He's not pulling some uh, karate kid sweep the leg stuff. But he is saying take him out, essentially. We actually have the soundbite if you want to check it out. Yeah. To me, I keep talking about just being consistent of winning. Mm-hmm. We got to win the division first, man. We got to knock yeah. off the team in red. Yeah. They've been dominating for seven years. Yeah. We got to we got to knock off the head of yeah. the snake. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. yeah. We got to do that first. Yeah. Head of the snake. We got the Jordan rules, and we, we I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. Yeah. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, yeah. all those guys in the '80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his. Anytime he came to the hole. Elbows, yeah, filling them, yeah. love taps. Ah. We touched them. We in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. You know what it is? It's like how Stallone, I'm sorry, Rocky Balboa, he would keep pictures of his of his opponents next to his schoolboy picture on the mirror to stay motivated, right? They want to stay motivated by hating on and taking down, or like he said, knocking off the head of the snake, who is Patrick Mahomes. The Mahomes rules. I like it. I, I yeah. do like it. I think it's great. Pierce says he's also showing the defense boxing matches, UFC matches, yeah. just to kind of get them like primed it's, to yeah, lay the smack down. Think of this guy as the opponent you need to beat. He is the enemy. As he said. I kind of like that. As he said. But Patrick the, Mahomes is such a likable guy. As he said for the, I mean, and it makes sense. When you're in that AFC West, when you got Jim Harbaugh joining the Chargers now, when you got Denver, who finished strong, trying to revamp, the Chiefs are a dynasty. Been to four of the last five uh, Super Bowls. Not, uh, it's definitely the start of one, but we're not done yet. <laughs> uh, Going for one more, definitely the start uh, of one. I mean, but uh, carry on, Rich Davis. I don't see no Patrick Ewing. I'm here. I he, mean, AP, I'm if you here. really wanted to show him something, you could have showed him the Detroit Lions. Beating the Kansas City Chiefs. That is, I mean, that's how the season started. And you know what? You, you look at what Antonio Pierce is saying. It's hard to argue. How do you hate such a, such a likable guy? Yeah, how, and, and someone that's preaching some hard-nosed football. Not playing dirty, playing tough. And you know that for anyone to emerge from that AFC West other than the Chiefs, we argued all year about how, man, it's sort of a down year for them. You know what a down year resulted in? Another Lombardi trophy. They've been to four of the last five, won three of the last five, it's a dynasty in the making. It's already there. And if you want to make progress in the National Football League, especially in the AFC, we we had someone call earlier talking about, yo, when you think about it, Burrow and Tom Brady, the only two quarterbacks to ever get the better of Mahomes in the playoffs. Yeah. In that division, you know, you got to play Harbaugh two times with a Justin Herbert who now has a coach. You got to play the Broncos twice. You got to play the Raiders twice. And the Raiders are saying, You're not going to walk on us. In fact, we're going to get extra motivated to take down the head of the snake, and that is Patrick Mahomes. Now, if you remember, Kavino, on the documentary we all watched, quarterback. Do you think that's great advice, though, Rich? You know, we all, whatever it is you do, if you grew up playing sports, you probably now channel that energy into your business today. When you're thinking competitively like that, are you constantly thinking of your opponent in that way, or do you focus on yourself and being better? Like, what's the 
I know a lot, a lot of a lot of people, especially in baseball, they always say, "I don't, we don't worry about the other teams, just uh, win game one at a time, game by game." That's what I'm no, saying. If is you're it, in the AFC really West, no, I, I, I think know. it is. I think I think you'd be. I like it. I though. think it'd be BS and delusional for Sounds anyone. Good. It's delusional and BS for anyone to say that they shouldn't formulate. If you're a competitor, if you're a team that's in the mix, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, the Ravens, anyone in the AFC West, if you want to compete and derail what seems to be an unstoppable dynasty right now with the Chiefs, you need to go after Mahomes. Not hurt him. You yeah, need to of, get him. We compare this to the mentality of a fight, right? Yeah. In a fight, you want to stick to your game plan. And once your opponent is in your head or in your walls, as the kiddies say today, yo, I'm in your walls, bro. That's when you get off your game plan and you're more vulnerable to lose. Well, yeah, so it's better off not say it. That's what I'm just giving you another angle. Side. Like I do like the mindset of, man, let's get Mahomes. He's the enemy. <laughs> I like that. The Mahomes rules. They uh, named it already. The Mahomes rules, but at the same time in, in when it comes to combat, you might want to stick to your game plan and not put so much emphasis on one dude because I mean, you're taking focus off your plan, and now you're just worried about them. I know. I don't know. It, I, there's I, two ways to look at I it. I know a lot of people are watching the new Patriots documentary on Apple. Another documentary we all watched. I think a lot of us watched Quarterback on Netflix. The episode, I mean, a lot of them followed around Patrick Mahomes and his family and his life. But the one episode where they were playing the Raiders, I remember Max Crosby would always give Mahomes an extra little shove. Nothing dirty. On a pressure, what would he do? Mahomes would release the ball. Three seconds later, Crosby. Yeah. Little shove. Remember Mahomes would get mad? Hey, Ellie, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I do. I remember. Yeah. He would get remember he went to the sideline and he was and he was, you know, bitching and complaining about how Crosby and some of the Raiders were shoving him a little too late, getting in his head a little bit, to be honest. I like it. If you don't, I would love to know why. I mean, he's not saying be dirty, take out his ankle, take out his leg or knee. He's saying when we play the Chiefs. Yeah, but when you focus so much on Mahomes, that's when he beats you with his other weapons. Yeah, but you know what? They, they always say that, right? What happens? You a lot. Of, let's say you're playing the Dolphins. What what was the sentiment sometimes? Yo, take away Tyreek Hill. Dude, if, uh, if A-Chan or Mostert's going to beat us, let it be. But we can't let... Tyreek Hill beat us. Hey, take take away Lamar Jackson's ability to move around the pocket. If if they're going to beat us another way, let us beat let them beat us another way. But we're taking that layer of their game away. The only way to beat the Chiefs, according to Antonio Pierce, and it's hard to argue, you got to disrupt Mahomes, but not just disrupt him. Like you need to rattle this guy. And, and you if, think, I mean, I, again, I love the fire. It's not the fire. first, not the first guy to the think first one to think. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't. He if you just don't, named it the Mahomes rule. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't think uh, Kyle Shanahan for two weeks <laughs> exactly. planned to. Di- Guess what? You don't think, you don't think uh, most, uh, you don't think Bosa and Fred Warner, you don't think those guys were like, yeah, we got to disrupt Mahomes. Of course they did. But Antonio Pierce is doubling down saying, no, no. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor and stay at Graduate Hotels. Bridgestone Arena, Target Center, their hotels are close to both tournament venues. They're obsessed with college sports. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, mascots. Why would you want to stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot the next time you go see a game and you need somewhere to crash. They got over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for upcoming big conference tourneys. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. Plus, our listeners get up to 30% off with promo code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any Graduate Hotel location. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. That is Danny G, our super producer. Ryan Spot is here. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We got the Herdline News with Ryan in a little bit. And uh, I do have the greatest theory of all time. So Can't wait. If you want it, I'll break it out right now. I think someone needs to break out a drum roll. Did, did Colin leave his drum? No, he took it with him. Oh, he took it. Oh. <laughs> if you got, how about horns? Do we have a horn session? <laughs> If you have the greatest theory of all time, I feel like we need like nah, a, some no? fanfare. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's right. let it go. Let fine, it breathe. Let fine. it breathe. Um, the theory. Behold, the greatest theory <laughs> of all time. The theory goes along with not only sports, goes along with your bedroom activity. Oh, boy. Goes along with, you know, every aspect of life, work. And I'm tying it to something I saw. Now, hear me out. On love is blind. Here you out. It's a great show. There's this a- is the best trash TV on TV. Like, don't talk to me about The Borchler. <laughs> I don't want to hear about Joe the Bachelor. Love is Blind is the best trash on TV, period. If you need a if you need a break from sports, it's all about yeah. Love is Blind. And this is the best season, I think, of yeah. Love is Blind. <laughs> if you're sad about no more football, this is how you kill your time. Well, there's a girl. That said the following. Take a listen. You ever get told you you look like a celebrity? Yeah. Do you? I do. I do too. All the time on the plane, I get one person. And it's just because I have dark hair and blue eyes. Ooh. 
but I don't see it. So don't get excited. <laughs> I don't even know if it's MGK's wife or her, his girlfriend. Megan Fox? <laughs> you saying you look like Megan Fox? <laughs> she definitely, she definitely lied to me on on some uh, how she looks. Oh! She told me she looks like Megan Fox. <laughs> I'm so sweaty. But at, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I I'm very attracted to her. I I can work with that. Janet Jackson. She looks more like Freddie Jackson. <laughs> Megan Fox. She looks more like Megan Trainer. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yo, oh. yo, yo. Let's not be mean, but let's also explain. My, my theory. If you're not watching, no, no, no. I'm, oh, dude, I'm on the edge of my seat about the greatest theory that ever was, according to Rich Davis. We need to explain. Not everybody is living the Love Is Blind okay. on Netflix I'll life. Explain. Now, there's a show, Love Is Blind, where they don't see each other. They're supposed to quote, fall in love. By talking through a wall, right. a pod. They're in pods. They talk. They don't see each other. But the one girl insinuates, as you heard, I get told I look like Megan Fox. Okay. Now, I just want to say this for the people who may not know. This went extremely viral, okay, because she doesn't really look like Megan Fox. She resembles Megan Fox, so it's not completely off the wall. But she's comparing herself to someone extremely hot. Now... She asked the guy, but what they edited out, she asked him, does anyone say you look like a celebrity? He's like, yeah. He responded with a professional athlete. He said, people say I look like Christian McCaffrey. The that guy? Is, yeah. Uh, uh, Jimmy with the bad fade. The guy with the bad fade that's yeah. like soft. Jimmy, that guy, he's like, he said he's just as bad. He said Christian McCaffrey, and she didn't know who that was. Thank God. So they cut that out. Again, that's according to the story as I know it and what I read online. You can't believe everything you read, but they cut that out of the show, really <laughs> exposing her as the one that went all off the rails saying yeah. Megan Fox. Now, we don't want to sound mean or like, well, it's you know, a story. You don't want to sound rude or be a bully. The girl's attractive, but when you say you look like Megan Fox. Yeah. This goes with my greatest theory of all time that applies to every aspect of your life, which is never, ever overpromise and underdeliver. Life should be based on underpromising and then overdelivering. You follow? I'll give you a baseball example, a softball example. I play I play softball here in the Valley because I love baseball so much, and the closest thing I could get is playing softball, to be honest. Because he needs a break from his nose-picking son. That's really the answer. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, ripping a double still feels nice. I don't care. <laughs> you can say a 40-year-old guy playing softball. I still like it. I already established I'm great at being lazy, Rich, so, yeah, I'll meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> now, there have been times where someone said, yeah, we need an extra guy. You have any buddies that you could bring? We're short a guy tonight. When someone shows up and says... Yeah, dude, I'm really good. In fact, uh, I play shortstop, or you can throw me in center field, or, uh, you know, I usually bat in the heart of the lineup. All that guy's doing is setting himself up to look like a grade A ass. Yeah, under-promise, over-deliver. Anytime I've ever been asked to play, like, hey, can you play with our team? I say, yeah, I'm all right. You can throw me anywhere. Don't sweat it. Because then, when you deliver, everyone's like, yo, that guy's good. Better than I thought. I've had a you girl. You know the guy you described, though? The guy that 
said he was all good. He's probably the same guy, and it's always that guy who shows up with the wristbands, the batting gloves, like his cleats are real nice and clean. Like he's going, he has eye black on for three, a Thursday night softball three game. Three different aluminum bats. Yeah, yeah. He, it's usually that guy. That guy sucks. There's guaranteed a guy that's like, that hey, guy we, sucks in life and in softball. We need a we need a fourth for golfing. Some guy shows up with sweet clubs. He's got his, you know, he's got gloves. He's got all no. of those. And then he gets up to the batter's box doing his Nomar Garcia para, like, wrist thing, you know? Like, he has a whole routine. He draws a dollar sign in the batter's box like he's Deion Sanders. It's like, dude, beat it. You suck. It's always no, that it's, guy. It's, he lets you down. It's the guy with all the equipment on the golf course. Has the, you know, his wife went shopping for him. He has all the right gear, looks the part, but he sucks. It's the Nick. guy who brings his own pool cue, thinks he's Minnesota Fats. The uh, guy that brings his own wrist guard when you're going bowling on a random uh, Tuesday. I don't want to take that this. Uh, I don't want to take this down a dirty path, but this applies to the bedroom as well. Oh, I got it. I, I, I remember a small. Yo, Ryan, you paying attention? Why? In case he needs to hit the dump button? No, no, <laughs> no because you already said this is the greatest theory that ever was. Well, any guy. That overpromises to a woman like I'm gonna lay it down in the bedroom. We're gonna go all night. We're that guy. We're is, gonna get it all. That guy's setting himself up for failure. I, I remember We've a story in that. the 2000s. Yeah. In the 2000s, you and I, when we were single guys, we'd roll together. I tried to be a good wingman, but I'm sort of a C block. I apologize. But I remember some girl telling Cavino that she was the best in the West. I'm like, what does that even mean? But she's like, I'm going to blow your mind. Mind, I said. Um, and you came back the next day and said, it was all right. But she was she talked a, <laughs> she talked a game like I mean move it, was, aside, it wasn't as advertised. But, but she made it seem it like exactly move aside, the best in the West. Move aside adult film stars. It's me. Like, she made it to I hadn't been that let down, Rich, since I bought the animal. You remember the animal as a kid? Oh, the remote control car that the wheels turned into claws, remember but the, it didn't work? Remember in the commercial, the claws the would animal. come out? They would climb up any little mountain or rock. The an- Can anything stop the animal? Yeah, a curb. Anything it's like could do. everything stopped the animal. So, so yeah, I, I was it, let down. Whether it's in the bedroom, whether it's playing pickup sports, whether it's at work, anywhere. Even when you're go- How many times has a dumb guy done this? You know what's called, Rich? Being humble. So I think what you're breaking the glass on here, the greatest theory, is like, you got to be humble sometimes. That way you pleasantly surprise people. Yeah. It's humility. Never. When you come in all boastful and braggadocious, you really, you're you're putting extra pressure on you to look like a failure. Never overpromise under deliver. You always want to underpromise and overdeliver. The last example, then we'll kick it to Ryan for the Herdline News. How many times has a guy been out at a bar after work? He just ordered another drink, and he tells his wife, hey, honey, I'm on my way home. And then what happens? You show up late, and she's like, you, I thought you'd be home a half hour ago. What I do oh. is, as I'm in my car already driving home, I'll tell my wife, yeah, I think I'm going to leave here in about 15 minutes. That way, if anything, I'm home early. Because I just needed to see you, baby. Oh, there it right? is. Yeah, you know, you're right. Take notes, everybody. That's a good one, because guys will say, yeah, I'll probably be home at like 10. You show show up at like 2 a.m., of course she's going to be mad yeah. at you. Yeah, honey, I'll be home after midnight. Then you leave early. I just, I missed you. It's <laughs> also 1 a.m., though, when Rich is finally in his car sending that text. <laughs> that <laughs> exactly, is true. Yeah. All right, Herdline News, Ryan, what's going on, my friend? No, 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 no. no. This is the Herdline News. I'm going to have to use that one. I'm going to have to use <laughs> yes. that one. That's a good move. Yes. That's a good, savvy veteran move there. All right. <laughs> ho, hey, ho. 
By the way, I don't want to throw my boy Rich under the bus, but speaking of naughty by nature, flashing it back on a Friday, it was like last year when he realized what OPP stood for. And around that time, I wanted to punch him in the nose just for being a bozo. <laughs> okay, so let's say I don't know what it means. You don't know, know what I mean, OPP no, stands for? Theoretically, Covino, what does it mean? Other people's property. Oh. But it stands for other things. Yeah. Rhymes with yeah. meanness. <laughs> Dirty words I hope I never have to hear out of baby Koa's mouth. Exactly. Oh. He dropped an S word the other day and it shocked all of us. And then you laugh because he's a kid. <laughs> yeah. You da, do da, it, uh, da, da, blank. Do it uh, sort of properly. <laughs> Let's say the last P hmm, stands for property. All right. So, little old school hip hop on the Cavino and Rich Show, Fox Sports Radio, live from the Tyrac.com studios. How you doing, Rich? Me? I was just talking about you. I was saying what a great guy you are. I, I, I was. Seriously. I, I was saying, man, that Rich Davis, boy, what a guy. Live from the TireRack.com studio. Oh, thank you, buddy. Oh, what a guy. Oh, it's so nice. Excited for Love is Blind. I uh, know what I'm excited for. I'm excited for my weekend. It's the first time my daughter is going to take part in something that I think was so special to all of us as kids. It's her first Little League Parade. Ooh, yeah. You hold the banner. You put on your uniform. Apparently, all the little girls, they, have, they you know, wear little costumes. So I love watching my kids experience things that meant a lot to me. Of course. And kids sports, top of the list. If you ask me what meant more to me when I was a little kid, playing Little League, PAL basketball, pop water football, all the things you did as a kid meant the most. Wiffle ball. You think you were some wiffle ball champion? I would have whooped your ass. I was a wiffle ball champion. Former wiffle ball champion Steve Cavino. Hey, you ever you see those guys? You ever see those guys that are sick and they struck out Big Poppy? Like those guys that? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, no, it's it's great. I still love wiffle ball. Um, over, your, over, your, of, over your mom's house, uh, over the roof was what a home run. Over the roof was a home run. Absolutely. So hit the house double. Aside from <laughs> parades and love is blind, there are other things going on this weekend, and we'll let you know during weekend hobnobbing, what you need to watch in the world of sports and pop culture, okay? So there's other things going on that we'll let you know about. But we right. got to talk about these uniforms. No, yeah. Now, let it be known, we're going to go in-depth more on Overpromise because it got late early here on the show. Giving away swiggies, having fun, talking about Mayweather. On Overpromise, that's our bonus podcast on Fox Sports Radio YouTube page. We'll do that in a half hour. The worst uniforms of all time based on... This craze that's going on right now in the MLB. Plus, we'll talk about the NFL's drunkest fan base again on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page, Overpromised. I don't want to throw this guy under the bus, but if you want to get a head start on the visuals that are throwing people for a loop. Oh, my goodness. Casey Schmidt of the Giants. Casey Schmidt has gone viral. Who? Casey Schmidt. Of the San Francisco Giants. Do you think this guy wants this to be the reason why he's viral? I'm wondering if it's on purpose, seriously. Because you know that feeling? Remember when we were kids? Let's flash it back on a Friday. Remember when we were kids and we all got that Billy Ripken Fleer card and it said F-Face on the nub of the bat? Of course. On the knob? It said F-Face and you speculated, did he do that on purpose? And the backstory is, no, he he used to have it as his uh, practice bat and he just happened to grab it. 
Like that was like his warm up bat. He so happened it was to grab it. actually an accident. It was actually yeah, an accident. Yeah. He talks about it. It wasn't on purpose. I wonder. This can't be on purpose, Covino. Dude, if, if this was going to be on purpose, then he, he needed to get a thing of socks. Yeah, he would have stuffed his yeah. pants more. Well, it's got to be realistic, guys. Oh, you've seen this, Lorena? Yes, I had to look it up because you guys were talking Rich, about it so much. I'm going to put the to. pressure on Rich to, to please explain what we're talking about if you haven't seen it. Um. In a, in a nice, friendly we'll, way. We'll show the videos and the pictures. The The baseball world is, I guess, in agreement that these new uniforms, while they are still tweaking them, Fanatics and Nike have teamed up with MLB for new breathable, moisture-wicking uniforms that apparently are going to be all the rage. Right. But since we're still in the experimental process, the material's thin. One picture came out of the, Otani. The- Otani tucked in his shirt. And you could see the tucking of his shirt in, through the pants. Yeah, they're so see-through. The pants are see-through. There's a guy in the Giants, Casey Schmidt, who's posing in these pants, holding a bat. Like, yeah, but he's doing, also like, posing like spread eagle. A that's bit. what I was thinking. <laughs> that's but, what I'm saying. I think he did it on purpose. Uh, he positioned man. it too well. Let's just say. By the way, let's not. Let's not. Let's not. What's the word I'm thinking of? Let's not say he's above the culture in which we live in, where everybody wants to go viral for something stupid. Yeah, but as Danny said, if you're going to go viral, yeah, you, this, you know, this, this would guy, be a ballsy move yeah, by him. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're going to go viral, he should have went to the supermarket and got two avocados, not two peanuts. <laughs> so let's just say you could see everything, yeah, and if you want to picked wanna, up some cherries, if you want to play along at home after the show, let, let's lead with this on our bonus podcast. Overpromise. Okay, so we'll show you on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page, but. It, it, in it, about 20 minutes. It posed a great question because I thought, you know, being that I feel like I know everything. You can ask my wife. She thinks I, she's, I, she'll tell me I think I know everything. I was curious. Do you think, without looking it up, Danny, Lorraine, it's a good question for you because I wonder what women think. And Isaac, do you think most Major League Baseball players wear a cup? You know, that's interesting, Rich. Think about it even in other sports. If you played high school football, college football, you played football growing up, you had to wear all your pads. You had yeah. to wear them all. You yeah. you look at the NFL, they're not wearing like the butt pad. They're not wearing, you know, if they are wearing thigh pads, they're really thin thigh pads. The high school yeah. football pads but you wore? You used, to, used no to have way. to wear a girdle with the, you know, all the pads around in high school. They don't do that yeah. in the NFL. Realistically, only half our team did it because it would be the guys who ha- maybe had like a bad experience, like taking one yeah, to you know the what? nether regions. Do you remember, I, I mean, maybe this is a very 80s, 90s memory, but do you remember like a little league coach being like cup check and he would take the end of the bat and go down the line a little quick little tap, 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 oh, tap. couldn't do that now. Can't do that now. That guy would be in jail. <laughs> um, but I, I remember- was happy to hear he used the bat, though, to check. What did yes. your coach use? <laughs> your coach used his chin. Oh, um, oh that's horrible. What? That's so- what? Um, but, but, <laughs> you know, you're right, Rich. I think when I first started playing little kids sports right uh, and i started off with soccer they made it mandatory that you went and bought a cup and i was like man this is so uncomfortable i never wore one ever again like all through high school I, through anything I, I never wore a cup I have, I have an embarrassing story because my dad never wore a cup i guess when he played sports so he was like i don't know what to tell you my mom bought me a cup but I never owned the jock strap. So and I would just I would just have my cup floating around in my tidy whities Like I never even I never even had the appropriate uh, Isaac. 
this is an honest, true story. I had the jock strap, but I didn't realize that the jock strap has a little pocket that you put the cup in. <laughs> so the same thing yeah. happened. Oh, it no. was flopping around, around. Yeah. floating around, and I, I had the jock strap. So when I started playing like JV baseball in high school, I'm like, I'm just ditching the cup. I, I, I remember thinking like, and I played third base, the hot corner. So I was always like, ooh, it's a, it's a not a position you want to play without remember, a cup. Do you remember wondering, like, do I have it upside down? <laughs> How's it supposed to go? So, so yo, I, I never wore one. So I, I'm not surprised that he's not wearing one, especially for picture day. Right. I mean, this guy's taking pictures. You could see through his pants. Yeah. I, I I know there are NBA players. Now, listen, the world is advanced. The whole jockstrap cup there's compression shorts and different compartments or padded underwear that acts sort of as a cup. This Anything. Di- technology is advanced. But I looked it up, and a simple Google search will tell you, I don't know if you've ever Googled this. I may be the first. What percentage of Major League Baseball players wear cups? And it is a straight up, like, 50-50. You know what? You know it what is I'm saying? A, it is a, can you Google this? How many Major League Baseball players wear underwear? Because I don't think Casey <laughs> Schmidt is wearing any in this photo shoot. Well, That's why I think I, I he did it on purpose. Someone was like, these are see-through. And he's like, watch what I do. And this picture's gone viral now. All right, well, let's go to the guy that also fumbled with his cup in uh, childhood sports. Isaac Lohenkron, what's up, buddy? Isaac? Yes, uh, that's our top story. Casey Schmidt, is that a rosin bag or are you just happy to see me? Anyway. <laughs> All right, but you want to get into this? Weekend hot dog. Living for the weekend. You're winning bets for talking points if you get stuck socializing. You ever done anything dangerous? You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That is dangerous. Friday brings us... Weekend Hobnobbing. Now, Rich, you already said that you'd watch Love is Blind over most sports happening this weekend. <laughs> Zach Nedzel hits us up on our Twitter, on our ex, at Cavino and Rich. He says, I would definitely watch any sport over Love is Blind. Give me some ping pong or badminton. I don't care. I mean, the guy has bad taste over that trash. But we're telling you, it's worth watching. It's that good. Trash well, TV at its finest. But I'll tell you some other stuff you need to watch. Well, UFC Fight Night on Saturday. Saturday on ESPN, Moreno versus Royval 2. And Rodriguez versus Ortega. And Rosas Jr. is also fighting. UFC Fight Night. Definitely check that out. Now, anything for you, Salinas. We've all seen the movie. But have you ever heard the story from Yolanda's perspective? You might not care. Why, why are you giving this criminal that killed because, Selena a voice? Because it's interesting. I didn't do it. Oh, that's Peacock true. did. Okay. This is on Peacock now. Uh, Selena and Yolanda, the secrets between them. Ooh. So you hear the whole story and things you didn't know about the case from her perspective. I'm not telling you to have sympathy I mean, or she, believe it. She did serve 30 years behind bars. She gets out of prison next year. So Selena and Yolanda, that's on Peacock for your viewing pleasures. I'm going on the second episode. Either way, it's really interesting. And Rich, it was a huge movie. Cultural significance, especially for women. I'm talking Mean Girls. I didn't see the musical that came out yeah. recently. That's available now on demand. And I figure, why not do some daddy-daughter bonding and check that out with my teenage daughter this not weekend? Not a bad idea. Now, of course, Love is Blind. Get that out of the way. 
I've been I've been going back and watching some old school Curb to go along with the new season, the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's so good. Larry David, I guess for some he's an acquired taste. To me, him and JB Smoove and Jeff Garland, fantastic. So Curb, it's, it's great chemistry. On I that show. love Curb Your Enthusiasm. True Detective. Uh, if I get a chance, I've not started the last season, so I know it's all done now, so I can binge and check that out. There's something on Netflix called Lover Stalker Killer. It yeah. looks weird. It's like a docu-series. I started this. Really? Danny, give me the scoop a little bit. Of what it, it's like about I, online dating? Let me just say this. My wife and I were watching it, and she said, turn it off. I don't want to go to bed with this on in the background. Ooh, okay. Creepy. Wait, is it a show, or is it like re- real stuff? It's real stuff. It's oh, real nice. Stuff. Yeah. I'll check that yeah. out. Um, and in, as far as sports go, uh, big game tomorrow that I'll be watching at noon out here on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Pink Sparkle Pixies against the Blueberry Blasters, my, oh, my daughter's okay. first T-ball game. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Sounds like a competitive Yo, we're gonna, yeah. You know, yeah. Blueberry Blasters? Better watch is, out. Hey, is there any way you can stream that so I could watch too? <laughs> I heard there's no. going to be a parade. Watch out, Blueberry yeah. Blasters. <laughs> oh, wow. I heard the Pink Sparkles yeah. uh, they have a good coach. You got to wake up early for that? Man, I feel bad. <laughs> really, Just kidding. Good really luck quick. to the Pink Park, uh, Sparkle Pixies. NBA home stretch. Tonight, Spurs at Lakers. And Sunday, early afternoon, Lakers at the Suns. On Apple, Masters of the Air, Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. This has been awesome, man. Masters of the Air, America's Bombers who fought the air war against Nazi Germany. Great show. Check it out. Definitely. Thank you. So enjoy your weekend. Thank you guys for enjoying our show. And we got overpromised our bonus podcast in just a few minutes. All right. So definitely check out Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page. Uh, anything you miss, like you said, all there. Can't wait to talk about all this. Uh, these crappy uniforms. <laughs> we'll be there next. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the overpromised land. Let's go. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, do yourself a favor and stay at Graduate Hotels. The Bridgestone Arena, Target Center, their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool detail for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Plus, our listeners can get up to 30% off with promo code CRSHOW. That's code CRSHOW. Book today at graduatehotels.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.